Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome to The Parenthood, the podcast brought to you by The Bump Class. Today, we're continuing our series on the first year of your baby's life and continuing the theme of feeding your baby, which is basically the biggest job you've got. So we've covered breastfeeding uh, and today we're going to talk about feeding your baby from the bottle. I'm here with our breastfeeding guru, well, not breastfeeding, feeding full stop (laughs) guru, Geraldine Miskin. Most of her job is helping women breastfeed, but she's not fussy and she's got a wealth of knowledge in the feeding department as a whole. So um, uh, she's a fantastic person to have here today. Thank you. Geraldine, I think how you think you'll feed your baby is a bit of an unknown before you have your baby. And I think a lot of women make commitments. I'm going to breastfeed for X amount of months or I'm going to do this, I'm not going to do this in the same way they try to do about birth. But actually it's quite difficult making a plan. I think, you know, most women do try and breastfeed their babies, but some women can't and others don't want to. But whatever you decide, we're here to support you. So that's why we're going to talk about bottle feeding your baby. Definitely, definitely. So um, I do think it's also important, even if you're breastfeeding your baby, this is worth listening to because it is worth getting your baby to drink from a bottle as well as the breast, even if they're being exclusively breastfed. So you can still bring, give them breast milk, but there are so many benefits of having that flexibility of your baby. So many benefits. Feeding from both ways, aren't there? Definitely. So your baby, at some point, your baby's not going to you know, take to the bottle. So it is really good to get your baby taking the bottle and being able to feed from both the breast and the bottle because it gives you flexibility and it just ensures that you've got options. And surely in the world that we're living in today, you want to know that, you know, you've got options. So it's really important for both breastfeeding and formula fed babies, mums to listen to this podcast. So if you're breastfeeding our Mm. recommendation is spend the first couple of weeks just getting to grips with breastfeeding definitely tough mother has to often learn it for the first time baby has to learn it and actually speaking as a mother it's different with every child that whole breastfeeding journey so even if you've done it for one child doesn't mean you're going to find it easy for the next child exactly so spend those first two weeks sort of breastfeeding and getting to grips with that yes Um, but then after about two weeks it is worth introducing the bottle and I think I like it because it meant that my my husband could actually get involved with the feeds when I was breastfeeding 
breastfeeding, I was the only one that could feed my child. Yeah. And he obviously got involved with, with burping, but actually it's so nice for them to do feeds on their own without, you know, I was such a fusser. I was such a, oh, you're not doing it quite right. And I wouldn't do like this. And God, I must have been so annoying. Um, yep. So actually it was really nice for him to do the feed, for example, last thing at night. You know, I'd yeah. express it about, 8.30 or 9, go up to bed because mm. I was so exhausted. And then mm. he'd wait, you know, until about 10 or whenever my son would wake up. Yeah. And um, he'd do that last thing at night. So feed. lovely. Yeah. And it meant that I could then have a good few hours sleep before I had to wake up in the night to feed him again. Exactly, exactly. And I think it's really nice to share, to share the responsibility of feeding. And so if you're able to express and give your baby milk, that really is going to help you. It's going to help everybody. It's good for everybody. And it's good for you, especially when you're on your own during the day, to be able to catch up on sleep at night. And so there are so many benefits. Um, it also means that if you need to go and spend a day away, you can do that. Exactly. You know, leave your baby with someone else and they can have, have breast milk, you bring the pump with you. Or, yeah. you know, if for some reason you can't breastfeed, for example, say you're suddenly on some medication that exactly. means you can't breastfeed for a few days, you need to have your baby able to feed from another method. So. Exactly, exactly. And so many mums get caught out. Um, I don't know if you've come across this, but so many mums get caught out where they're establishing breastfeeding and they become so focused on that that they don't introduce the bottle and then they're a little bit stuck. Well, exactly, because once you've got a six-month-old who's only ever sucked from the breast <laughs> and, and then, then you suddenly say, oh, look, here's this lovely bottle. They're having none of it. None of it. None so of it. So it's worth introducing it early on. Now, I know a lot of people are worried about nipple teat confusion and there's a lot of talk about this on the internet. How... Is this a thing? Is this oh. something we need to worry about or is this something that we don't need to worry about? Do you know what? There is no concrete evidence to say that bottles or feeding from a bottle is going to create any sort of confusion. But what I do find is that when babies are find it easier to feed from a bottle there and they don't want to go back onto the breast, there's use, usually an underlying problem that once that's addressed, babies are happily, easily able to move between breast and bottle. So, you know, I think it's really important for you to ensure that your baby gets fed no matter how. And if you're able to breastfeed, that's great. If you're introducing a bottle, you'll probably find that your baby moves between bottle and breast really, really easily. So I wouldn't, I haven't seen it in my practice. So I, I have to say that, you know, go for it, give your baby a bottle and I mean, there are millions and millions, millions of babies in the world who exactly. feel very happy from breast and bottle. Absolutely, absolutely. And if your baby doesn't feed well from the breast after feeding from a bottle, there's an underlying problem. And that's what I would focus on rather yeah. than blaming the bottle for yeah. feeding problems. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Get specific help if that. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So then the other next question is, of course, what bottles do I get? What <laughs> is this something we always ask on the bottle class? Yes. Yes. Do you know what? There are so many bottles on, on the market and what we probably find at the moment and you would have noticed is that the bottle teats are actually quite, they wide neck teats, which means that the bottles are quite wide and flat. So it doesn't give baby a really good grasp of a teat. So, you know, firstly, I would say 
Don't invest in a whole system. Get one bottle and try it out. See how that works for your baby. If it works, get a few more. But if it doesn't work for your baby, then you can try out a different bottle. And so I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't go out and buy, you know, the really expensive bottles, get bottles that are really easy to find, that it's really easy for your baby to feed from. Um, that aren't too expensive. That aren't too expensive. That don't come in too many pieces. I mean, some of them, I you know. Know, it's like Lego putting it together. <laughs> it is. And just when you tired and a bit is missing and then it leaks and it's just oh no, easy, simple, straightforward. You know, your baby's really intelligent. Your baby's really intelligent. He's going to know what to do. Um, but we're also very, very different. So you different. Know, if you say to, to women, what's the best bra? We'd all say a different one totally. because all of our breasts are different. Absolutely. So I think, you know, let your baby tell you which one he likes, but don't overthink it. Don't exactly. feel that you need to buy the most expensive one or the most complicated one or the no. one that says it's anti-colic because if there was such an easy cure, it would make all of our lives a lot easier. <laughs> but I think it is so baby be dependent it and is. get what works for you. Yeah, exactly. And you'll know that you've got the right bottle when your baby's feeding well and, you know, burps really easily and is really happy and everything is working. If you find that your baby's bottle feeding, but, you know, maybe your baby's taking in too much air or maybe the feed is too slow, you know, have a look and see what you can change. Sometimes when babies are really teeny tiny, they like to have a narrower teat because it just means that they can wrap their little mouth around it and create a really good suck. So, you know, go buy what works for your baby. Mm. I mean, I know that some of the bottles, they say, oh, this has been specially formulated oh. to, to replicate a nipple. I mean, <laughs> I have never seen a bottle that looks anything like my nipple. I'd be anything worried. Like. <laughs> I'd be worried if our nipples looked like the bottles. <laughs> yeah, so instead of going on what it says on the packet, go for what works for you. Exactly, definitely. Okay, well, now we've talked all about sort of the sort of periphery, how to bottle feed your baby. This is obviously quite important. Mm. So um, I think, you know, if you're using expressed milk it's probably worth warming it up, especially if it's been sitting in the fridge because yes. babies, if they're used to being breastfed, are used to drinking nice, uh, hot. nice warm milk, exactly, sort of yeah. body temperature milk. Um, if you're using formula, you make it up. Um, and again, some people warm formula up, but actually a lot of babies will drink it at room temperature, which is actually so much easier yeah. because, yeah. Um, you know, then means if you're out on the go, it's much Easier, easier not to have to feed it up yeah exactly when you're when you're making up a bottle you need to be when you're making up formula you need to be using cool boiled water yeah. so most people boil the kettle at the beginning of the day and then um, put it into the bottles and seal those bottles up nice and tight so that that water is, is not, we know it's nice and clean. I think it's also worth um, obviously making sure that you, when you're making up formula, you're following the instructions on the formula packet exactly. really, really carefully. Yeah. You're often sort of counting scoops according to ounces and you can get distracted very, very easily. So yes. I always used to count aloud and just if someone asked me a question, <laughs> I'd sort of count even louder and make it clear that I was not going to answer the question until I'd counted my seven ounces or whatever it was. <laughs> so, um, and then make sure that you're prepping your bottles on a clean surface, surface. that's white, wiped regularly. Yeah. So yeah. then when you go and feed your baby, you're basically holding your baby in your arms, ideally sort of propped up at around a 45 degree yeah. angle. You don't want them lying flat. No. I mean, I don't know if you've ever tried to drink oh. something lying flat. You <laughs> yeah. can't do it really. Our bodies no. aren't designed to do that, but they also don't like to be sort of sitting upright. So at about no. sort of halfway between upright and lying down yeah. is what you want. And the joy is that it's very easy. That you yeah. usually sort of wave the the, the bottle, bottle. In near their face and they open their mouth and start sort I of sucking. Know. 
Yes. Um, and they'll usually sort of trough down quite a lot of that bottle. Really quickly. Um, exactly. <laughs> um, but it is important to make sure that they don't drink it too quickly yes. um, and get them to have a little bit of a burp. So Definitely. usually about halfway through the feed, they'll become a bit wriggly. They That will be them telling you they maybe need a burp. So then's the time to take the bottle out of their mouth, yes. sit them upright and um, do a little burp. We talked about burping in the last episode. So just kind of keep them upright, a little bit of pressure on their lower back, maybe a little bit of a pat or a bit a of movement yep. exactly will often get that burp up um, yep. what sometimes happens is that greedy babies will sort of devour a whole bottle <laughs> and then vomit sort of half of it up which is why it's quite good just to yes. give them a little bit of a break in between check that you know and as, as your baby gets older they don't need so much no. of a burp so slightly play it by ear but it's a bit of a bore if they then vomit half of it out and you've got to start again from scratch exactly and, and if clear you, it up <laughs> and if you find that your baby is being sick quite a bit then maybe just introduce a couple more breaks for baby to catch his or her breath and also to burp up and you'll probably find that that in itself will just reduce the vomiting I think one of the key things to have if you're feeding your baby is to make sure they've got a bib on because they always dribble, dribble milk yes. out. Yeah. But also have a muslin handy so that when you're burping them, you've got that muslin ready because more often than not, there is a little bit of sick. It's totally normal. It's totally. part of their, their anatomy and it's it's a part of their development. Um, but uh, there's often a sort of little bit of sort of milk, sort of sometimes cottage cheese sick. Bits. Yeah. yeah, that's just partially digested milk. It's totally fine. It's so, so, so normal. So sterilizing, um, yes. this is something that everyone sort of talks about. Yes. Um, Geraldine, why is it so important for us to sterilize the milk bottles when we're not sterilizing our nipples? It's just because of the bacteria that you have in milk. So we want to make sure that when the baby's feeding from a source other than the breast, it is completely clean and sterile. So really, really important, making sure that everything is sterile, making sure that you get into the habit of good prep. So the World Health Organization recommends sterilizing your baby's bottle for the first 12 months. So it's probably something you will get quite a lot of uh, practice in. Yes. So when you're when you're first starting out with um, using bottles, probably mm. worth knowing about the different types of sterilizers. Yes. There are loads on the market and it's yes. impossible for us to say which one is the best because I think yeah. there's different things for different people. Some people have huge kitchens and some people have smaller kitchens exactly. and some people don't have a microwave and some people do so yeah you know there are the travel. big exactly yeah. there are the big sort of steam sterilizers that are sort yes. of they're a big unit huge. I mean, they're a huge sort of circular yeah. unit and you switch them on they're quite straightforward to, to do so easy um, but they do take up quite a lot of space and they're quite ugly yeah. you can get some that actually work really well in the microwave you put a little bit of water in them and it's a Brilliant. sealed environment and that can be quite good because quite often you'll get a sort of plastic unit and it just sits in your microwave so it's sort of slightly out the way exactly otherwise you can get a bag that you can stick yep. in the microwave, can't you? Exactly. The bags are really fantastic and they are so flexible, so easy. You can take them anywhere with you and it just works really brilliantly. Um, so loads of different um, sterilizing techniques. Um, I think it's really important to understand how to sterilize because I remember yes. when I first started sterilizing I thought brilliant it's like a mini little dishwasher I, I don't need to do anything here no no <laughs> you need to clean them out do wash. before yeah so you need to wash them wash the bottles really really well with hot water so hot soapy water and preferably a brush like a dedicated bottle brush that's not being used for anything else exactly exactly so give it a really good wash give it a really good clean rinse it and then pop it into your sterilizer I remember my father-in-law coming in and cleaning his boots with my bottle brush. I was like, what? And he said, well, just sterilize it. I was like, no, I think that's going in the bin. I was horrified. 
Oh, and then I think, you know, so so you've cleaned your bottle, you stick it in the steriliser, you'll usually switch the steriliser on and then very often the bottle will sit, sit in the steriliser until you need to use it. Yes. Or otherwise, if you're doing multiple bottles at the same time, you'll take them out, you'll put them back Prepare. together, you'll put their, their top on so that they're nice and kind of contained. Some people keep them in the fridge for sort of even... 24 hours Yeah, a day. exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I think, you know, just keep them, if you're not keeping them in the fridge, just keep them sort of out of the way, out of sort of toddler's hands and out of sort of dirty father-in-law's hands yes exactly <laughs> um so i do hope that's helpful i there is lots of practical information um from geraldine on her website which is geraldinemiskin.com she really has brilliant tips fantastic apps and resources to help you navigate feeding your baby and her book breastfeeding made easy is available from amazon she does also do consultations because she can either um skype you or even come to your house and mm-hmm. all the information is is on her website I do hope you found this podcast helpful. Geraldine, thank you so much for coming and uh, imparting this fantastic information to us. All of our podcasts are packed with interesting and useful information. So please do subscribe to us. We're The Parenthood. Um, You can also follow us on Instagram. We're at theparent.hood. We have lots of information, photos, things to make you laugh, things that will be useful. And some people even make suggestions for future podcast recording. I had one this morning. Um, Can you please do a podcast on chicken pox? So we will be doing that. Uh, But in the meantime, thanks for listening. 